Howdy. What's up, my bitches? What's going on, everybody? I know. Basement sports. It's been a while. We've had hunting season. Uh, We've had work. (laughs) Yeah, we've had some weird schedules working out of town. Been out of town. Been. I was uh, at a medical conference and then um, was out of town with family. Shout out to Gear Bob. Miss you, cousin. Um, You know we're we're just busy, busy stuff. So. Is your mic on? I have no idea. I can't. Yeah, hear. I can hear. Yeah, I can hear you really good. You can't I, hear. Yeah, I'm you good. Hear, you got it. Apparently, you got to put the headphones on. That yeah. So now There's I can a hear part you. of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why didn't want to mess my hair up? <laughs> your hair looks great. <laughs> Happy Saturday, everybody! College football kind of winding down. We got the college football playoff ranking. We're gonna be talking about. We got Penn State, Ohio State. We got Pitt, Virginia Tech. Uh, Does anybody care about Pitt, Virginia Tech? Well, go back co- to the first coastal, one. coastal, coastal division people do care because actually, and there is no coastal division people here. Well, I am. Nobody cares. I, I do. I know. So that's why we talk about it. Congratulations um, for being the only pay per view subscriber to the ACC network in the two hundred mile area. Congratulations. Well, you know, I got, I did. I'm still doing what Heather like told me to do. <laughs> Call up and demand. You my need ACC, your channel. My ACC network. Well, it would be actually, worth it for hoops. It'd be worth it for hoops, but it'd also be worth it for others. I mean, Pitt women's volleyball. Wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Pitt women's volleyball is about, you oh, know. Speaking of that, because this will be the only, the nation. only time I ever mention it. Yeah. Penn State wrestling lost last night. Who'd they lose? To? Arizona State beat them like 1918. Really? Yeah. So oh that's big news. Anywhere, anyone that knows me knows I'm a big Penn State fan, and they've only been a dynasty for five years since Cal Sanders took over right um but they did lose it's no yeah. big deal it's just what's a it's a dual meat loss well it's funny with Pitt. it's i mean the basketball team is i think is eventually going to get better I, I mean i think the basketball program is eventually going to get better you know and with with jeff capel yeah but, that's like saying you're heather, eventually going to wake up but heather, they are so bad yeah, they, they have to get so better. horrible heather Heather Like, though, has done what she promised to do in a lot of ways, which is like with the other sports, because you not only have uh, Pitt women's volleyball, you know, probably I believe the number one ranked team ahead of them lost. Yeah, they lost to Baylor. Um, uh, But Pitt is probably going to if they win, I think they have to play North Carolina State, which they should win. Um, They'll be ranked number one. And Pitt men's soccer uh, made the. Um, I know you're a big fan of soccer, but they actually made the NCAA tournament. The NCAA tournament for the first time ever, I think. Well, and, that's always good. And I mean, they that's won. like Northwestern they, finally getting into basketball. Right, right. I mean, it just shows that you're making progress. If right, nothing it, else. with your athletic programs, which is a good thing to see for Pitt. But. Is there any better, as a man, hmm. a straight man? Okay. <laughs> is there any better sport to watch than women's volleyball? There, what? Who made those outfits? Is, there is not. Can I? I got a. I got an idea. Let's wear the tightest possible shorts we could wear, uh-huh. and then the tightest long sleeve shirts. Do you shirts. hear? Do you hear me complaining over here? Oh my god! Do you hear me complaining? I'm flicking it around. I'm I not, guarantee you, I don't look at teams. When it says women's volleyball, I you hit just, it. You just stop. Just to watch it for a minute, and then <laughs> I move on. If it's not, you know, usually Penn State's has it. Penn State's women's volleyball has also been very good since Russ Rose started coaching, but uh, they have a very good program as well, and. Shout out to her. I won't mention any names, but my nephew dated one of the players on the Penn State volleyball team for a while. My man. And she was a very, very lovely girl. Yeah. Yeah, How very tall? nice. How tall? She's, they don't call it setter anymore. Okay. Um, She's not tall. Okay. She might be five, eight, five, seven. See, that's taller than me, so that's tall. Yeah, well, I would. When I was in college or high school, I wouldn't. So was the troll. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have dated her because she was too tall. Yeah, she She could have been cover of Sports Illustrated Gorgeous. Yeah, and I would have had reservations because she was taller. Yeah, she uh, comes from a great athletic family. Okay. Um, her brothers played Division One sports. Right. She's a. I don't know what they call it. What's uh, there's a name for women's setters now. That's a. It's a weird name. I don't know. But whatever. She digs. She's a digger. Okay, digs okay. and spikes and yeah, sets. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's really impressive to watch because I've known some. Actually, my my younger cousin is a is a is a uh, volleyball player. She actually goes to Pitt, but she wasn't to the level of being able to play, you know, for Pitt. So she kind of, you know, retired her 
you know, volleyball career in a way, but still plays intramural volleyball at Pitt, you know, because that's one of the great things about colleges. You know, if you can't Loved play, it. if you can't Loved play the, the, the varsity sports, there's always intramurals you can play. You yeah. know, so you're going to have a chance to just keep playing. Not only that, there's a bunch of good athletes playing really, intramural sports. Really good It's not athletes. like going to your gym and oh, playing we at the had, Y. Um, I remember when I was at Pitt, we had intramural indoor soccer, and I, I, I just, I, you know me, I, I played soccer, I like soccer, but we yeah, actually, like what was that. so funny is like the intramural indoor season was opposite of men's soccer season. So they so played. This, well, this one team had one of their one of their players was one of the men's soccer players, and I'm like, oh, this is crap, you know. Yeah. But anyway, they they were kind of fair about it. They he was a forward, but they made him play defense, so he wasn't like constantly just scoring. Going by you, yeah. And I'll never forget, we played them in the playoff, and it and it turned um, the the game turned into a shootout. Right. And they put they put <laughs> they put that ass, asshole in it goal right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh great, you know. And the goals aren't as big. They were like, small. well, you're, can't you and bank it off the walls and stuff too? You could, yeah. you could. So anyway, um, <laughs> I actually beat him on a penalty shot <laughs> because and it, here was the stupid part about it. I mishit the ball. And it didn't go where I wanted, and, and he it was in. reading where what he went the opposite direction. Well, that's good. It went you call in, that so. a good miss? It was a great miss. That's it was like when the, I uh, it was the best miss of my life. That's when I ground my sand wedge exactly right up and over the bunker. <laughs> it lands right right on the green. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't really want to hit that high and soft and land it by the pin. But yet everybody, if there were people standing around the green, you'd be getting innovation. You'd be yeah, getting that nice like, little nice, nice little golf. Like, well, I don't know if it's well nice done. or not, but I can two putt from there. Well done, well done. You you can you can hear the an, an analysts at CBS going. That was Golf just a clap. beautiful effort. I like when they oh. whisper from the tower 75 yards away. 75 yards. You know, uh, uh, this is what I love. Um, Tiger in the east. He's right in the middle of the fairway. A little bit of an uphill lie. Slight he's breeze from the right. He's got uh, 230 yards, and he's uh, got his pitching wedge. He's got a sand wedge. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're thinking, if mm, I was there, I'd yeah, be hitting it, a three wood. Yeah, I'd be just, I'd just be putting my entire ass into it. Yeah. yeah. I'd be hitting a three wood and then finding out wherever it bounced off a tree <laughs> for my next shot. But anyway, let's get to the important shit. Yeah, so let's college football. Let's let's open up with some college football. So we do have the big game today is uh, you know in our area especially is Penn State Ohio State. Um, a lot of storylines in this game. Uh, we didn't get to talk. You know, Penn State uh, win last week in Indiana, coming off the loss at Minnesota. So as a Penn State fan. I want to ask your thoughts on the Minnesota game, like overall. I, uh, I think I, Minnesota wanted it more. I think they both teams played well. Um, uh, Minnesota played exceedingly well. I love their coach, by the way. Yeah. But when you saw Minnesota lose to Iowa, the receivers were dropping balls. They couldn't yeah. block anybody. Um, they were getting beat on the they blitz. Came down they didn't off pick that anybody high. up. Yeah. Um, you can tell that's college athletics. These 20, 21-year-old kids, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids, it's hard to put it together two weeks in a row, especially when you beat you. They won their Super Bowl. Well, especially when you are Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. When you're Ohio State or Penn State or you know one of the top echelon teams, yeah, Alabama, cat, you're used to being. You know, we won a big game. The coaches and the program and everybody knows. Okay, look, we're playing ba 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 next week. And that win today and, means nothing. And yeah, we, if we, don't we, win we are starting week. from scratch. So in other words, you know, I don't know what the Minnesota coaches said, but if I was a Minnesota coach, I'd be saying to these guys, the, the the next time they come into practice, say, "Look, gang, good win, great win." But guess what? It's like we're playing them again this week. Yeah, if we lose you know, this week to Iowa, we that Penn screwed. State doesn't mean anything. Now it it, it still does so because they're in the easy division of the pen of the Big Ten. Right. So they're going to be playing. Probably the winner of today's Ohio State Penn State game in the in the Big Ten in championship. The Big Ten championship, right? And uh, as a Penn State fan, I this would be like winning a Super Bowl to me because oh, I think I honestly think Ohio State's the best team in the country. And I think the spread's like 19 18, and a half. 18, 18 and a half okay, today. Yeah, okay, um, okay. And I honestly, I wouldn't bet it. Normally, I'd say you can't give Penn State 18 and a half points, but James Franklin, a not a good road coach. They always start slow, and they're behind. They're going to be behind by two touchdowns by halftime. Right. If, unless Penn State can win this game if they can turn the ball over and they get off the field on third and long. I don't. The defensive coordinator at Penn State goes into this man-to-man -man coverage 
blitz a corner or whatever, like he did against Minnesota, and if you don't get home, Penn State gets caught on a long play down the field on one and one, or they commit pass interference because they will your, not. Your, their defensive, defensive backs will backs, not turn around. No. They don't no, turn around and look at the ball. They might as well get drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. Is that, all is of that, them. Is that the weakest link of that defense right now? Is, your, is, yes. is their secondary? Yes. And they're young. They lost. They lost safeties and corners to the draft. Right. They, um, and they're young and they're they're good. I mean, I'm not saying they're they're horrible, but when you can't cover Minnesota's receivers one on one, right? And your defensive coordinator doesn't change the scheme, right? Not even I'm not saying just change it from a man to a zone the entire rest of the game, but how about on two or three third downs instead of playing your man to man on third and fifteen, you go into a two deep zone. Well, uh, they don't do that. See, there's a couple of things that I've you know, and, and again, I don't like I don't like to cast aspersions on Penn State because everybody knows I'm I'm not a Penn State guy. Yep. I'm a Pitt guy. You're a Penn State guy, so we kind of bounce these things off of each other. But here's my question: So we've already talked about Narduzzi and Franklin. In a close game at the end that they're leading, both get a terrible case of turtle dick, and they they can't you know they they just yeah. they, they just they just can't they they their play, jeans get tight all over. Yeah, they play they they, they you know they're not playing they to win up. the game; they're playing to not lose. Uh, I, I so, don't know much about Narduzzi, but I can tell you that James Franklin starts working on the clock in the third quarter. But but so that's one question we've already established that they both tend to do that crap. All right, so my my other question is. What are your feelings about James Franklin and the Penn State coaching staff in general in regards to, like, halftime adjustments, like Um, adjusting on the fly? I'm not real impressed with Franklin's sideline coaching, game day sideline coaching. Um, Great recruiter. Great recruiter. I would take him. I would take number one. Right. Number one recruiter in the nation. Remember, some storyline we didn't talk about yet, Fields was – committed to Penn State. Right. And he left when Moorhead went to Texas A&M. Okay. Or Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Yeah. When he left, Fields left. That's what his buddy. But anyway, back to the coaching staff. They do play much better, especially defense. Their second half defense this entire year has been 10 times better than the first half. But why do you wait till halftime to make adjustments is my only complaint. Minnesota beat them the first half because they couldn't stop them one time in the first half. Second half, Minnesota scored seven points. Yeah. And they came back and almost won it. Right. Um, and they had the ball down. If it wasn't for a horrible call, they'd have had first and goal. They called Penn State for an offensive pass interference when they had the ball at the two-yard. would have been second and goal at the two. Right. When the guy ran towards the end zone and stopped. We could have a one-hour. It's so bad. We could have a one-hour podcast about pass interference across. Or just all bad of officiating. Of, of all, yeah, or bad officiating. Right. Bad, but let's but anyway, let's you, still had, you still had a chance to win it, and they didn't. Um, and Clifford uh, threw three picks. You can't win in a Big Ten no. throwing three picks. You can't no. do it. I don't care if it's his fault, the receiver's fault. They're, the other thing about the Penn State, the weakest part of Penn State's game has been their offensive line since Franklin took over. They have they just, NFL wide receivers, NFL running backs, but Barkley, not, Sanders. They have but good C, linebackers, but C, good CFL, defensive linemen. CFL offensive linemen. Well, I, I don't know if they're not – they're just not coming there. Or they're just not, you know, when you recruit them, they get these three-star offensive linemen. Sure. And they get five-star running backs. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why. I don't don't know. But Penn State hasn't picked up a stunt from the defensive line since James Franklin was the coach. Yeah. Defensive coordinators, the coach. Ohio State beat them last year because Penn State ran a, what, off-tackle trap play or something or tried to run who, the ball on third and eight. And who, well, and on the fourth down play, who made the tackle? They've been replaying that on ESPN. Yeah, always. Like, oh, Just, but on a loop today. But it's a stunt. Yeah, they haven't picked up a, a stunt. No, no, like, do you no. not practice? Do you not? Well, first of all, their defensive line doesn't but, run many stunts. Yeah, but but it's almost as if it's not, it's not as even if they have it in the plan. Right. For somebody to call out to change the blocking scheme to pick up a stunt. And that's the so only thing. Th- th- so the quarterback is either either it's not coached in and they're just telling him the play is the play. The the quarterback is not recognizing it at the line of scrimmage or getting a tip off. The center is not picking it up who really needs to be the quarterback. Well, he needs of to the call line. the plays. He's got to call it. And the center's yeah. out today for Penn State, starting no. center. Yeah. But anyway, Nothing frustrates me more in college or pro 
when you have third and one, third and inches, and they line up in a shotgun. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I, can, uh, I just want to get on the field and throat punch somebody, even if you don't want to run it. Can't you line up with a freaking fullback or under yeah. center with yeah. one running back yep. to at least give the defense a, the guys that you might freaking run it on third and one? Right. The pros do it too. And the other thing I can't stand about Penn State is when they're up mm-hmm. and they're up by two scores, they're still in the hurry-up offense. I got it. The hurry-up offense helped you build a 10-point lead. But now that you're up by 10 points and you're in field goal range, let the clock you, run down. You can huddle. <laughs> you can huddle. Well, up. they never huddle. But yeah. why snap it with 12 left on the clock? Right. They do it whether they're up. Now, when you're down, that's fine. But they just Penn State does it their way. And if it's not working, they continue to butt heads. That's right. what they do. Right. It's like the Cowboys running the ball with Zeke Elliott against Minnesota when he had 14 yards on 14 carries, and they threw the ball the whole way down the field. Do you think Ohio State's the best team in the country? Yes. Okay. I do. I think so. Who's your top? Who Who would be end of the year in who the do playoff you think right should now? Be, should, no, by the end of the year, who should end up being the four-team playoff? Ohio State. No. Okay. Number one. Yes. Okay. Clemson's my number two. Okay. LSU. All right. Number four is going to depend how the season plays out. Um, I'm still not ruling out Alabama gets in just because of the yeah. voters. Now, yeah. I know their quarterback's out, but this kid, you don't go to Alabama unless you're and one elite. You don't go to Alabama and suck. This kid played one game last year due to injury, and he was literally 22 for 26 for and three touchdowns. So I, And they're playing some gym class today, as Alabama does. Some... <laughs> Prep gym yeah. class for the blind. They're playing them again today. Western, Eastern, Southern, something, Kentucky, something. Methodist school for the handicapped. Um, but I, if I had to pick one today, uh, man, that's a great question. It's not going to be anyone from the Big Ten. The Big Twelve's not getting in. I'd say Oregon. Right okay. now, I'd put Oregon in. Okay, so... So you're you're saying Georgia's not going to make it? Georgia's I'm not, not well, George. I think Georgia. Uh, you said by the end of the year, yeah. Georgia still has to play in that stupid SEC title game, right? Um, and, and they have and, a loss, and, and right? Look, and look, and Alabama still has to play Auburn. Okay. Yeah, and Auburn's. And I, I I get it now, but, Al, but, but Alabama without their quarterback right, playing Auburn's different. Right. It's a rivalry game. It is. Okay. And and I watched. I was in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and we were watching you know, Georgia and Auburn. And by all, you know, by all thoughts of everybody in the room, that game was over. Yeah, well, I looked at it. And Auburn made a run at the end. It made it interesting. So, Good coach. Yeah. It's so, funny how when you look at these rankings, look at the rankings at the end. Look who's coaching these teams. That's why I like Oregon. It's coaching and quarterback in college football. Right. I can't remember the last time Ohio State had a good NFL quarterback. When's the last time Alabama had a good NFL quarterback? Um, they don't. You don't need them. You, Ohio- I thought. I thought. You know what? I I've always thought that if given the right opportunity, maybe I'm totally out of my freaking mind. But I thought AJ McCarron could I, be. I a, thought could, he'd be a good be a pro. Good, a good pro. Me I too. really did. I, I did I too. Just, he was the last one I thought. Yeah, I just don't think he's been in the right situation, and I think that. I think that the Bengals were too quick to just hand the starting job you know, right back to Dalton. I yeah, really well, uh, um, the thing about A.J. McCarron, you see these quarterbacks succeed in the NFL. You know what they did? They right. played for four years. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. These guys like uh, Haskins, he had one good year at Ohio State and he's struggling in the NFL. Dude, he's supposed to be a sophomore, junior in the college. Right. How these guys pick these kids if don't play? This Oregon. The reason I took Oregon as my fourth team would be over Georgia. Both have good quarterbacks. Right. Um, speed. Yeah. I like Oregon's speed, and they speed kills. And they have that freaking offense. They have no. De- they don't play defense as well as Georgia. No. But they have a big play. Georgia. Georgia can go down the field, and get first downs, and they have a better defense. But Oregon just can score in one play. Yeah, I just like the way from any from anywhere. They're just yeah, they just and they have that offense where there's always somehow the way they line up and the way they motion. There's always one on one somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And Haybear's going to be Herbert Haybear. I call him Haybear. Hebert, whatever it is. Um, he's going to be a top ten pick. Right. Um, right. So you can't. I I, I like them. I, I I certainly wouldn't argue over Georgia. Um, Oregon may lose before the end of the year. Right. Um. 
We'll see. This is what makes it fun. This is the, you know. Yeah, I don't expect Penn State to win today. Okay. Um, what what I mean pred- score prediction? What do you think? Thirty-eight Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Sixteen Penn State. So they cover. They cover the spread. I'm, I'm, I think so. I, yeah. I don't think Penn, Penn State has big playability. Hamler's coming off a concussion protocol, and I guess he's going to play today. I, I, I heard okay. he might start today. Okay. But if he's, if he was not cleared as of Thursday, how good can he be? He can't be 100. Yeah. percent So I, I don't know. And um, you, you're going to Penn State fans are going to cringe when he takes that first hit. You know when he. Well, I don't. I don't think court, they're going to give. Clifford time to throw. Yeah. Um, if they, yeah, that, I, def- I just, that defense and remember, is just a killer. Guess who's coming back? The defensive end yeah, that was yeah, suspended Chase for Young. two yeah. games against Rutgers. And Maryland. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden he's back for Penn State and Michigan. Of course he is. Of course yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I honestly think Michigan has a better chance of beating Ohio State than Penn State does because of their defense. Yeah. Penn State's, re- I think they're going to throw the ball all day. And if you start dropping back, that then Fields is going to run it for right. 30 yards. Right, right. He's, He's played flawlessly right all year. Um, well, but uh, I'm not saying Penn State can't win. They just need some turnovers. They need they need things to fall there. They way. need to control the clock, mm-hmm. keep their offense off the field. First right. downs, uh, a touchdown's great. Uh, a bomb to Hamler's great. Right. But then Ohio State gets the ball and they come right back down the field. Right. So control the ball. First downs, get down, get some turnovers. Right. The other game, uh, not as high on the list today, though, you know, but for ACC Pitt fans, uh, Pitt still has a chance at the Coastal going back to the ACC championship game. So they're at Blacksburg against a much improved Virginia Tech club. Tough Uh, place to play, too. It it is tough. Uh, Although it's funny, the the Panthers won there the last time they were there two years ago. Um, Last year in Pittsburgh, they just that was a beatdown. They I mean, Virginia Tech was having a down year and. Pitt ran for, I think, a school record number of rushing yards in that game. Well, and that's going to determine this game, too, because I do not – Pitt's quarterback is not going to beat you throwing the ball. No. Although, look, he beat North Carolina throwing the ball. North Carolina is not that good. Yeah. But better than than people anticipated them for the year. And remember, this is is a team, probably because of their coaching, that came within a two-point conversion of upsetting Clemson. Yeah. So, again – Mac Brown. Right. Right? A Mac good coach oh, and a quarterback. Oh, Isn't that coach. amazing? It's all you need in college. And you know what? There's no reason why North Carolina North Carolina has the fan base. They they should be a good football program. They really should. Um and you're in a you're in the ACC Coastal Division which, you know, any of those teams should be winning it every freaking year. You know, I mean, it's, Well, Clemson's it's, dominant. No, no, no. Clemson's in the other division. I'm well, I'm just the saying the con- yeah. their championship. Yeah, their championship. And there's you know. no one close to them. No. They may lose a game here and there just because it's college kids. Right. Injuries, whatever. I but. can see Clemson, like, losing a game, for example, one of their non-conference games to, like, a South Carolina or something like that. I yeah, could maybe. See, I could see. Not this year. Right. But I could see, like, you know, on a, on a, on a different year, I can see them doing that. Pitt's going into this game after the uh, overtime win over uh, over North Carolina. Uh, on a Thursday, on a Thursday night, the same night the Steelers got bludgeoned by the uh, in more ways than one by the good Browns. Su- good segue. That's, that's upcoming. So you know, Pitt. Uh, it's it's going to be raining in Blacksburg. You know, you y- you want to be able to run the football. Pitt had the right recipe last year. We'll see what they can do. But the thing is, you know, Pitt not only has to win out, so they got to beat Virginia Tech, and they have to beat uh boston college at home which is no they're no Boston college is good too they're pretty good the other the other thing is they got to hope that then virginia tech turns around and beats virginia which you know that's a big ask but here's the here's the fun here's the funny stat if virginia wins out and they win they win the coastal that'll be a different coastal winner every year since Pitts joined the Joined the ACC. There hasn't been one team that's won it twice. Well, it's kind of like know. the uh, NFC East, <clears throat> right? <laughs> so, yeah. well, and that well, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. I think, although, I'd love to say, you know, that I think I've really gone back and forth in my prediction. I think that the the Hokies are. I think the spreads like three, three and a half. I think they're favored by. Um, Virginia Tech is favored in this game. Pitt's the underdog. 
Um, well, they should be at home. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a twenty to seventeen pit win. That's what I'm. That's what that I'm gonna take. That would be great for the program. Yeah, I'm gonna really I'm would. gonna take a twenty to seventeen pit win. Um. Um. Well, I, I, who the who the hell was the former? Is it Jesse Palmer? Who is the other former quarterback that does like one of the ESPN two college football? Said well, Tebow does some. Not Tebow. Palmer well, does I, some. It wasn't Tebow. I think it was Palmer said that that Virginia Tech will win this game comfortably. So well, they really could. Th- they could. You know. I mean, you know, Pitt has to run the ball, and they've run the ball every year except this. Except they, they this year, not that's right. Run the ball well, and this is the first all. year right. they they didn't have an NFL running back. Right. Right. Um, Connor, then the the guy, Olison, Olison, yeah, and he got yeah, drafted. And he, yeah, and, and he actually had his first NFL touchdown last week. Yep, you know, get, for the surging Falcons. So, <laughs> well, I mean, the guy runs like a four eight forty. The fact he that is he's a, in he's the a, league, he's a tank though. He's, like he's, that's just it. Yeah, he's a tank. That's just it. All right, so there is uh, another game too. Michigan plays Indiana. Yeah, and you know what? Well, I well, at I, Indiana is the only reason I think it could be decent. Indiana's not a bad football team. I no. watched that game against Penn State last week. They're, they're better they're, than I thought. Yeah. And again, their coach. Right. Right. Is a winner. Boy, when that oh God, Michigan fans would just have a meltdown. The and remember, they play Ohio State next week, so they could be looking ahead a little bit. This could be that trap game on the road against a fast team. Michigan, that, Ohio State, is it in Ann Arbor this year? I don't remember. It? I gotta say. I don't remember. I can't imagine Ohio State's home both both today and tomorrow against Penn State and Michigan. No, I doubt They got to be in the I big house. In, I think it's I'll, – I'll take a look here. I'll take a look. But, but, but since you did that, let's segue into the Steelers uh, the getting knocked out of the playoff race bludgeon, last year, bludgeon, last yeah. week, and also the Miles Garrett thing. Um, yeah, let's talk for a look, while on that. Uh, all right, so I, I, have, I have a bunch of questions about this. First of all – It is in Ann Arbor. Down yeah, college that's football. what I okay. thought. Go ahead. Um, first of all, Freddie Kitchens. You're up by two scores with less than 30 seconds left in the game. Why is your st- why are your starting defensive lineman even in the game? Like this guy has every starter he possibly has on the defense, and they're still trying to play and sack the quarterback and do all that. Now, if that's one, that would have never happened if that happened. And not only did he have his defensive starters on the field, but if Garrett gets hurt on a play like that. It just makes him look even stoop, more more dumb. Second of all, he sacks the quarterback, and he just lays on him. Now, I know why he laid on him, because he's letting the clock tick down. They all do it. Mason Rudolph pushed off his ding-ding to get him off. He kicked him in the crotch. It was like, get off me, as he's trying to get up. I get it. Right. He did do it. Everyone saw it. He started But wasn't it an incomplete pass? Yes. Yeah, so the clock's going to stop. Like right, you know, right, but so, they're trying to huddle up so and get, get their shit done. Well, get get off him, um, you know. And he laid on them like they do on every play in the pros when they're trying to do their thing. They're trying to waste time. But anyway, um, and then it, then it, it started. He took it, he ripped his helmet off, and he tried to hit him with it. Right. Now, well, here, he, here's, he successfully hit him with it. Yeah, he did, yeah. which was a nice – he took a punch well. Oh. I mean, that had to hurt. Yeah. But anyway, he's been – he was this Garrett was interviewed – Hundreds of times after the game, right. up until his hearing. Right. And not one time did he mention a racial slur. I know. All of a sudden, he goes to this hearing yep. and says, well, that's why I did it. Really? Seriously? That's going to come out now? If that would have happened, he the first thing he'd have said on the interview after the game was, listen, he called me this, the N-word. Yeah. Or and I lost he it. He called me. Right. Yep. Right. He, first thing out of his mouth if it happened. Right. It didn't happen. Well, he's trying to get his suspension reduced. He's lying about it. The guy's a goon. I think he's one of the best defensive ends in football. Top mm-hmm. five defensive ends in oh, football. Incredibly talented. Um, he has been fined and or suspended. Fined twice this year for late hits. Right. He's he's on the edge of dirty. He's on very the, much on, the, on edge. the edge of being dirty player when he's right. not breaking the rules. Yeah. And then he took the guy. He should be. I said immediately, that's one year. Minimal. Yeah. They said indefinitely. It should be the rest of this year and until week, whatever it was, 8, 9, 10, whatever week we're in in the NFL. Right. Until then next year. One calendar football year. And I'm talking no training camp, none of that crap. You're gone. You're away from the team for 365 days. Right. And they did upheld the indefinite suspension. But again, do you have the audio of Roger Goodell's commentary? 
No. There, why there, why there, isn't there? There isn't any. Oh, really? Ever. He didn't say a thing. Well, the, the other thing, you, you get these statements that come out from the NFL, and you get the, you know, the statements that come out from the competition committee or from the, you know, from the wh- wh- whichever group of people uh, have to, you know, go over their version of crime and punishment. But, you know, one of the things that really bothered me about all of this is the amount of noise first of all, that has come from Cleveland, like Cleveland fans. And defending him. Yeah, and defending him. Yeah. And actually, people defending him on national media and and defending the accusation of a racial slur. Josina Anderson started it. Yeah, I I believe him. No, no, she said it first before he did. She actually tweeted for him to react like that. Maybe it had to be something like a racial slur or something. Yeah, but remember, delete that. She did after she she did it. it. Yeah, but for her to say that, remember, she is a black female sports sports announcer. Yeah, yeah. and the first thing she thought of was, "Wow, if he did that, it must have been a racial slur." Seriously? Yeah. If again, the double standard. But I'm tired of it all. She should have been. I don't think she should have lost her job over it. But my God, how does she escape criticism for that? Well, and then she I, deletes I it an hour later. I think it's, you know, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, okay? You don't, you don't go out, you don't put yourself out there and make unsubstantiated claims, even if it leans a certain way. Because Mark, Mark here's, here's the... Here's the damage that comes out of this. Okay, this is this is what's damaged, and I, I believe it was Mark Madden that brought this up uh, in, in an article that he wrote. This scars Mason Rudolph for the rest of his career. It does. Mason okay. Rudolph. This scars him. Okay, because because you know number one this this the accusation of a racial slur in a certain way, will follow Mason Rudolph around for his career. Yeah, I don't, I because, don't, I don't know if I agree but, with that because but, I think everybody that has a brain size higher than a dinosaur knows that if it happened, he would have said it right away. But Garrett would have said yeah. that at the first interview. I think it follows Garrett around for the rest of his career, the fact that he's dirty, a thug, a liar. Right. I, I think that's going to go. Mason Rudolph is might ride into the wind next year when Ben comes back. Who knows what? And he may he may never he may start be an, with he the may team. never start another game. Right. And right. and just to defend Mason Rudolph, I think I think he's getting some undeserved criticism for his play from Mark Madden who says he sucks every time you listen to him. Who's Name the weapons. Name the running back. None, he does not have Ben Roethlisberger. Tomorrow, Look, before this tomorrow. season started, even when I was on my fantasy podcast with the two experts that I brought in, one right. of which he was in last place in his league, by the way. Boy, what an expert! But you anyway, are. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, no offense. The first thing I said when they drafted Juju Schuster in the first round was, "Dude, he's going to get double teamed every play." Right. And who are they throwing to? Antonio Brown took the double teams, and Juju became a star. Who's the guy that's going to replace Juju when he's double teamed? Right. And they haven't. They don't have Not Washington, yet. not Johnson. Um, it's been musical chairs. Well, and Good the running God. backs have been hurt. Yeah. Good God. I And, and riddle me this. He has this. no offensive target. Riddle Where's me, their tight ends? Riddle me this. Why in the hell was James Conner starting? I Look, it's an AC... Shoulder injury, okay? You You're don't come get, back from those that quick, and well, the first square hit, he, he was done. Yeah. Done. Yeah, that's and, because and, they don't have anybody else. No. Well, b- hey, Benny Snell football's back this week. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> so they're officially eliminated from playoffs. No, not. I think they'll beat Cincinnati, but only because Cincinnati's tanking for the first draft pick. They don't want to win. I don't care if it's a division game or not, and Dalton's <laughs> not starting. They're putting... Their backups in. Right. So I think they can squeak out a 10-7 victory tomorrow against Cincinnati, but then they got Cleveland again in two weeks in Pittsburgh. Somebody on the radio, I think it was Kevin Gorman, brought up that uh, Chris Boswell 
is perfect in his career against the Bengals. <laughs> He's never <laughs> missed a field goal. Congratulate. Well, then they win 9-7. Exactly. Right, which exactly. is fine. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I don't think. I said I said two weeks ago that uh, Steelers were done. They're not making the playoffs. Just by looking at the AFC. Right. Um, whether it happens or not, I don't know. But I can tell I you that I still don't think they're making the playoffs. I don't think oh, there's I don't, any way I don't, in hell. I mean, but they, they've got a – I mean – If you're – Pitts- let me ask you Their this. only chance is like a sixth seed in the wild card. They're not even getting that. They're Go done. Ahead. They're done. If you're the Steelers and the Bengals come in two weeks from now. You mean the you, Browns? Or the Browns, yeah, yeah. After what just happened. Browns. Did you ever see the longest yard? <laughs> when the first snap, they just <laughs> kick them, drop kick them, punch them in the head. The very first snap. I'd love to see the entire Steelers offense oh just start beating on them. Every receivers, tight ends, linemen just start pummeling them. Everybody flags everywhere, all over. You're all kicked out. Okay, great. We're not making the playoffs anyway. <laughs> Guess what we owe you? Because not only did the Browns do that with Garrett, they yeah. knocked out with two head-to-head shots. Yeah, including Juju Deont- and, and Deontay Johnson, who had a blood pouring out of his ear. Ear. Yeah. Uh, one guy was eliminated for targeting. The other one just got a flag. Yeah. They didn't even throw the guy out. Yeah, I know. Um, and Juju got hit by two guys. That's what I'm saying. Said, yeah. And that – who who's Mason Rudolph supposed to throw to on offense? Right. Seriously. Right. He's he but, hasn't looked good. But the offense, name a team that loses a starting quarterback at the beginning of the year. Their best receiver. Right. Their best running back due just because they're idiots and they had to be removed from the team and didn't aren't playing anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they got their double team and your only good receiver. And I just want to say ahead. I want to say this too. And I'm not look, I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that Mason Rudolph is the next Ben Roethlisberger. I'm no, not. absolutely not. But there is something to be said being thrown into that situation, even if he had kept all his weapons. He's not the starter through minicamp. He's not the starter through, you know, organized Pre-season. workouts. He's <laughs> not the starter. Um, you, you know, he's not taking starter snaps during training camp practices. He's starting during preseason games. For a week. For a week. Yeah, but, but, that's, but that's it. So I think that, you know, and next year Ben's going to be back. Since so. they've, so it takes him a while to ramp up. Well, as he's ramping up and getting reps every week, now he loses his receivers, his running backs to injury, and they have no tight ends. Right. What happened to McDonald? Well, th- is he on vacation? You, no, they're keeping them in the block. Well, again, the offensive line keep- has been horrible. Right. So they're keeping both him and Vanette into block. To keep okay, so that's why. Upright. So who's he throwing to? He's got nobody. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, you can't J- get off of. And the other thing, Mark Madden hates. He says Duck, the backup. He hates him. He, he hates says ducks. he sucks. He says he's worse than anyone else. He's, By he what even measure? Uh, and have? I disagree with him about this. I think he says some shit just to get people mad at him to listen. Um, but yeah, my comment about that. His he actually said Thursday or Friday that. Kaepernick should be signed by Pittsburgh, and he'd be starting the first week. <laughs> right. Um, okay, listen, for all you people that think there is collusion and that Kaepernick's not playing because he took a knee, did you look at his career stats? He's barely a 57% completion rating mm-hmm. with horrible quarterback rating. Maybe he's a career 88 QBR or something like that. Right. It's not like this is Joe Montana that did something controversial and now no one will sign him. Right. He's no good. The guy's no good. He's a running quarterback. Do you think – I just had this thought run into my head, which makes people around me wonder what goes through my head, but Mark Madden – It's not porn, is it? No. No, right. thank God. Mark Madden is also a huge fan of professional wrestling. Well, he covered it for years. Yeah. yeah. But he also knows what it's like to be the heel. Oh, yeah, he's like, what, he likes that. what response you get from people when you're the heel. Absolutely. So I think a he lot plays of, up to it. He's not stupid. A lot of the stuff he says is bullshit. Yeah, and yeah, I, you know. he does play it. Um, and he's all, he's a little too much of a heel for me. Yeah. I enjoy listening to him on my ride home from work uh, at the end of the day. Yeah. But, you know, the way he'll cut a guy off saying you're stupid um, when he's just trying to comment. I wanted to call in a couple times. I was afraid because I wanted to ask him hockey questions because, as you know, I've only been following hockey for maybe three years, three, four right, years. Right. Uh, I just I didn't get into it. Right. Um, I was an NBA guy, and then the referees ruined the NBA for me. Pick and roll, pick and roll, foul, 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 no foul. 
What do you mean no foul? He knocked him down. Well, yeah, but he dunked. He, you can't commit a foul if you dunk. <laughs> no over the back. Uh, he only No, no, that's not a walk. He only took seven steps. It's a Euro step. Well, he, well, he could have traveled to Europe when he yeah. did it. That's why they call it a Euro step. So I'm out of the NBA, and I started watching hockey. Right. And plus, living in Pittsburgh, you get there on every game. Right. Joy hockey much better. Okay, yeah. Um, I, but, but you agree hockey's a better spectator sport than watched on television. Like when you're uh, there, when you're live, there, yeah, no, live. there's no, yeah. no, no comparison. Yeah. So much better there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, I think the Steelers, yeah. So we'll wrap up, wrap up the Steelers talk here. This is just, you know, going to be one of those seasons that you just, you know, you chalk it up. It was bad luck. You know, your, your quarterback got hurt. The only thing that I'll throw out there and I'm not trying to be Mark Madden esque and start a controversy. I believe there are a couple of comments from people that said that, Ben's elbow had been bothering him for a while. Like even into last year, there were times that he complained. And I'm just wondering, you know, it's like at the end of last season, if Ben had gone and gotten it checked, like right away. Don't they have team doctor? I know, but it's like, that's just my question. It's like, did he get it examined or MRI'd? And at the time they looked at it and there was no structural problem. Dude, you see it all the time. The NBA, a guy will have a bad knee. All off season, and then when preseason starts, he has a scope. He has a scope. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you couldn't have done that three months ago. Right, right. It's the same thing, and I, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I just I agree. Big know. Ben's a big tough guy. He probably just thought, you know, I'm getting old. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, could it's possible. Yeah, but I also know with a joint like the, uh, like the elbow, it can be fine. It's like a baseball pitcher, you know. They're out there pitching and pitching and pitching and pitching, and then all of a sudden you see him throw a fastball, and he calls the trainer out, and he's just kind of shaking it. Uh, yeah, he's going to Tommy John. Well, well, baseball throwing a baseball 100 mile an hour is very unnatural. Your arm shouldn't be bending and stuff. That's not the well, motion you're supposed to be doing. And that's doing. what they said about, like, if Ben needed Tommy John surgery, yeah. he would have been back a lot faster than that's a right. baseball pitch. Yeah, because you don't, you're not throwing at 100 mile an hour, and you don't do that range of motion. Right, right. Um, anyway, uh, well, I, I think, do you think the Steelers make the playoffs? Yes or no? No. Okay. And I don't either. No, I don't. Even though they, they had Again, Thursday please. night, Thursday night, you know, kind of went their way. They needed the Colts to lose. They did, but I, I just don't, I, I can't see them even though, yes, they've got the jets and the bills and the Browns again. And, you know, they've got, you know, you look at it, there's some people that could look at it and say, like, if the Steelers had their weapons going down the road, um, their only loss on the schedule the rest of the year is the Ravens. All right. I disagree but, with that totally. I, but, I don't care if they're playing Buffalo. I don't care if they're playing. Josh Allen is horrible, man. Well, like, I, he's I just terrible. Look, dude. He's got a great you arm. You don't win like, with a backup and no receivers you, 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 or running backs in the NFL. He's got a great arm, and he's throwing the ball 80 yards downfield, like 20 yards past the receiver. <laughs> yeah, and and he, even he's won some games. But right, right. I, I don't see. I don't care if the Steelers play anybody or not. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I I feel bad for Macy. He's just he's got no weapons. He's got nobody to throw to. There, there, and and the thing is, is the, these other teams are stacking the box against. Um, Against the Steelers, because they can't run. They're daring them. Well, they're all, they're uh, you know the worst. My the biggest disappointment for me this whole year, other than Ben going down, is their offensive line has yeah, been horrible. Was well, is, is it because they lost Munchak? Do you think that? Has I think a little it? bit, yeah. Okay. But eventually, the same guy still got to point across the line and pick up blitzes and go. I yeah. got him. Yeah. Villanueva has not blocked as well as he has. No. no. Um, Pouncey's gone for the next two games. He got his yeah. suspension reduced. Yeah. Um, I don't. That was it. Filer <clears throat> stepped in. Yeah, I think he's done okay. Yeah, and and actually, BJ Finney is a good is a good backup. Like he he actually yeah, rates really really high. I don't understand like, it. I, I mean, no. Munchak can tell you schemes, but you still line up. Or Munchak didn't block anybody. Right. The guys come and block them, and they haven't. They've been right. getting pushed back. They've been giving up sacks, which means they're holding their tight ends in. And again, Rudolph is screwed. But anyway, right. okay. I think before we beat a dead horse, um, I know it's not baseball season, but in Pittsburgh where we're stationed. They did clean house, which we've been asking them to do for three, five, did. three or four years. Neil Huntington is gone, um, so president's off. President's gone. Yep, yep. Coonley, uh, yeah, Coonley's gone. Yeah, so um, uh, they fired their managers, the whole coaching staff. Now, I'm going to ask you this: They hired a new GM, and he's from hockey. No, he's the new Pirates president. Okay, the president. I don't know anything about him. Do you know? I, I mean, I know he was with Toronto. 
Was he with no, the Maple Leafs no, or was the Penguins? No, he was with the Penguins. Okay. He was with the he was he was with the Penguins. So Travis Williams. Okay, and I don't know who and, he is. And, I don't know anything about. And the thing him. is, he's he's he doesn't. This is his first baseball gig. All right. So, but this is what I keep hearing about Travis Williams is that he is really, really, really smart guy. Like he knows sports. Like he. He knows the business end of sports, and it's... Well, he's dealt with salary caps in the right. NHL, and... Right. Now he's going somewhere that doesn't have a salary cap, but it they has kinda a team do. cap. Team cap. Yeah, okay. they kind of do. So he's going into a situation where even, you know, people that know him well say, just give him the amount of time between now and the opening of spring training to, like, you know, to, to know the business. It mm-hmm. won't take him long to learn the business. And he was a really, really, really good hire. People in the know, people who know sports business, said it was a tremendous hire. Well, yeah, I get that, but I don't know how you can say that when he's never done baseball before. He might have been great at hockey, but let's just wait and see. The other thing that frustrates me about this team is they re-signed Marte and one of their pitchers. Was it Archer? Somehow they just picked up an option or re-signed him for a year. And my question is, why? They're the, Marte might be the only guy that someone wants other than Bell. Right. Why would if you're going to rebuild? I I think it I think it might be because if you're I, I think it's a gamble. Okay, I think it's a gamble. I don't want gambles. I want rebuild. Well, I want draft. I, picks. I agree, but when you when you are when you are money limited like the Pirates are. You have to make certain moves, and this is a move where it's a gamble. You're gambling that Marte keeps it going because Marte had a really overall a great year. Really good year. He did. So you're gambling. I don't care if he had a good. I don't care I if he won MVP. But you're gambling that he's going to continue being that hot. All right, and his value will be exponentially higher. That it's a gamble. Okay. Right. So uh, you're thinking if he plays the same way by the All Star break of next year, yeah, and you'll the, get more. And I you'll think get more, you'll I get bu- more. I sell high right now. The guy's coming off his best season. I'm not saying not. To, I'm not saying whether it was right or wrong. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I get I'm it. Saying, I just. You know. I'm saying why. You don't go around their infield. They don't have a major league let catcher. Me throw, let me throw another. Let me throw something else in there too. Is like they just hired. A Did new you just president. bang the microphone yeah, stand? Sorry, I hit the boom. Right in my ears. Sorry about that. So I hit, I hit the, um, uh, yeah, just like that. So you have number one, like I just said, you're, 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 you're gambling. Number two, they're looking at it. They, they don't have a team president. They don't have a GM during this time. They're like the people in charge don't want to make that decision to trade him. I got it. All right. And they're like, I get that. Let's just sign him. That's, that's that's ridiculous. That's what you do on, uh, but, That's what you do on Xbox. So you're 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 a ba- you're a baseball you're a baseball you yeah. love ba- so yeah. ben, they they hire Ben Sherrington as their as their new GM. I don't know anything okay. about him honestly. Right, so I didn't read about the, it. Came from the Red Sox. I like that um, about him. Yeah, but he, good culture. But, but they're also, also the Red Sox spent money. money. Yeah, the Red Sox spent money. He won one World Series. Now so. listen, maybe he said I'm like I can't come there and have my handcuffs on because you won't give me money to spend. We don't know if he got insur- assurances of that they're going to spend or increase the salary cap by 10 million, 20 million, whatever it is. Right. But my point is about and it goes back to Marte. Go around the Pirates lineup and their starters. Who do you want? There's two. The two rookies last year, so you got to keep mm-hmm. Newman mm-hmm. and uh Who's the other kid? I, uh, the, I I blanked. I don't know. The other rookie last year that came up and played well. Okay. Newman and Reynolds. Oh, uh, Brian Reynolds. Yeah. 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 He was he was he was right? part of the Andrew McCutcheon trade. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there, you yeah. got two starters going into next year. Now now you have Marte. Right. Big deal. He's not going to help you win an extra six ten games. Right. He's one guy. I want him out. I want draft picks or I want three minor leaguers for him. Right. I want a triple A guy that position or pitcher that I that's gonna play every every play for me this year. Like an Austin Meadows. I'm just gonna right. put him in and let him go all year. Right. 
And I want a manager who's not going to bench Austin Meadows and then trade him. Because uh, Austin Meadows. Because he's not my they guy. They had a guy. They had Marte's replacement. Yeah. And he's an all-star right. in Tampa Bay right now. I want a triple-A uh, guy that's going to play that I'm just putting in one of the positions that Pirates don't have. I don't Maybe a shortstop. <laughs> maybe a second baseman that's actually the Jet, a major league player. Right. Uh, who's their starting third baseman? These rookies, okay? You got two positions down is all I'm saying. Right. Now you're going back, and you Chris Archer's your ace. I want a young double-A pitcher that throws hard. I want a double-A rookie ball. Uh, give me three or four draft picks in the minor leagues for this Marte guy. Right. He's not going you to help so are you. Are you cleaning house? Are you getting rid of They have cleaned house. No, but I'm, I'm Yes, getting, Polanco, no, gone. Players-wise. Yes, Bell, any, gone. Any value you can get from these guys. Bell, gone. I would have traded Bell at the deadline last year. You he was the best hitter in baseball. You didn't say that last year. You didn't say that at that time last year. Well, no, only because by the All-Star break, yeah. they were still in it. Yeah. Yeah. But A it, month later, get ever get rid of everybody. Right. The trade deadline for playoff teams Too are there. Too many years of control on Bell, though. That's the thing. Okay, but you get a half a year out of him every year. Yeah. He's never put 162 so get, games. So you get another half a year like that out of him. You trade him at the All-Star break? Absolutely. Because they're going to be out of it. I mean, Absolutely. This, they're, they're staring at a 100-loss season. Well, well, unless... This new guy comes in and gets six, five starters. Who in the hell's going to manage this team? That's a great question. Mean, I don't know. I heard maybe Jason Kendall comes back. Oh I love God, catchers. No, I love catchers God, as no. managers. Love it. I absolutely love you it. You know what? Joe Girardi. I love the media, catchers. The media will hate that because it's like if he was as big of an asshole as a manager as he was as a uh, player, you know, that. Listen, <laughs> maybe you need to be an asshole. You got young kids in the team that doesn't no, perform it well. wasn't appreciated in the clubhouse How did Clint Hurdle? Teammates. How did Clint Hurdle, nice guy, do? Well, I mean, he playoffs three years in a row, broke the 20-year losing streak. I mean, look, he, he did what he did. And actually, the news just came out like a week or two ago. He retired. He got offered the hitting coach job for the Padres, and he's like, you know what? I'm done. Oh, I'm, d- I'm done. <laughs> I know, but, I mean, the, the, the Padres. Living in San Diego wouldn't be bad. No, no. Well, life. California, you know, you got to live somewhere where there's not going to be a wildfire and burn what? your house down. Well, and I don't think they shit in the street in San Diego. <laughs> I think that's San Francisco. Um. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna say I've been to San Diego. I won't say anything. Okay, yeah, okay, California. <laughs> I've been to San Diego and Anaheim. Anaheim is beautiful. By I the way. love San Diego. San Diego is beautiful. I Anaheim have, is gorgeous. San have, Diego is gorgeous. I have uh, good friends that live out near San Diego. Live like near La Jolla, and I, it's it's breathtakingly gorgeous. It out is. There. And every day uh, is but, 78. Oh, that, that, <laughs> I I could sign up for that weather. No yeah. doubt. But anyway, no doubt. back to the Pirates. Um, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why you want three good players. What, you, you, I don't know what you're going to get for Polanco. Well, he's not doing any good sitting in the clubhouse and then pulling off left-handed fastballs all year and sliders. He's horrible. Yeah. He didn't pan out the way he was when he first was a rookie. Yeah. I, I don't know. Who do you got? Well, you, you've got to get something. You have and no you know pitching. What? None. Here's, you have no pitching. Chris Archer's your ace. Here's where the Pirates have got to get better. In the draft and acquisitions well, and developing yes, players. They, they s- do. Neil Huntington sucked. He did. At that. Go back and look Horrible. at all the players and that you, were taken after the oh, Pirates' first-round draft picks. And you can't as a t- Pirates are one of the teams that can least afford to suck at that. Well, they're missing on their first draft picks. Right. That's where they're missing. Right. They have Huntington's famous for missing for them. They had some pitcher they picked ahead of ahead of all the way back to who was a Dodgers uh, catcher Piazza. Piazza, Way back then they took a guy that you never heard of ahead of Piazza. Well, who was my question was who was worse, uh, Neil Huntington or David Little Yield? You know, Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I I think Huntington was horrible. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't. I just. I get it. You don't have money to work with, but drafting. Then you got it. Then you've got to. Develop you got to hit that. your first. I mean, they what do they draft? Forty rounds. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you can't hit on fifteen of them. Yeah. And especially the first fifteen rounds, you can't get a guy that at least makes it to double A without his career being over. Yeah. It, They're horrible. Well, Think back of the le- who's the left fielder that was the saving grace all the way down. Pedro Alvarez was going to be the next guy at third yeah, base. Third base. Then they brought up the outfielder that Tatis. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Tatis. No, no, it wasn't. Uh, something oh. like that. But anyway, I went to the, I, 
I was uh, living with one, my wasn't, ex. Wasn't he the one with the lips tattoo on his neck? Wasn't he, that I, the one? I don't remember. <laughs> but this guy, he was so bollyhooed that I actually went to his first major league game. Yeah. Just to see what he would do. Yeah. And, you know, struck out three times. But anyway, <laughs> he didn't work out. He was going to be the next one. Right. Um, now, they did have some homegrown McCutcheon. Yep. Garrett Cole. Legendary pirate. Yep. Um, some of these guys worked out, but for the amount of time he was there. Don't let me forget. I have a Garrett Cole comment that. All right. Well, other, you can uh, say it now. That's all you, I was going to say. I just, okay. I, I think I, I, if you might as well rip it down. We're staying in baseball off the Pirates a little bit, talking about a former Pirate. The fans weren't even out of the stands yet. Yeah, I saw that. Houston loses. And Garrett Cole isn't wearing his Astros cap. No, he opted out. He was done. Yeah. Like, and he's in the bullpen. He opted out in the bullpen. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> talking about it. Like, I, you know, I'm freaking out of here. Yeah, he opted you know, out on like, Twitter in the bullpen. Yeah. I'm like, serious. I mean. Maybe he knew they were stealing signs. <laughs> and they were going to get fined yeah, or something that's from a, the that's MLB. A, you know what? It's it's. So if that was uh, Bill Belichick, they'd have his house burnt down. I loved I loved listening to the video. It's like, okay, here comes the three two pitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's like and it's a change up, you know, (coughs) like (coughs) curveball. 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 Yeah. It's yeah. That was but but Garrett was like, show some freaking class, dude. Well you know, you just lost the World Series. Went down to seven games. Not a single game was won by the home team. And in he this, lost one of the games. And he, yeah, it's it. You know, I but, mean, and the, the other next thing, day, yeah, the next day even it's fine. Yeah, but holy show, crap, show a moving man. truck outside your house. I yeah. don't care, but the season's over. He did it from the freaking bullpen. Oh but the other God. thing that bothers me about this now, he says, "I want, I want the money. I want three hundred million. Oh, he wants a bazillion he, dollars. Okay, you can't sign a three hundred million dollar pitcher for less for less than seven years. Nobody signs a pitcher. You shouldn't sign pitchers for yeah. seven years. Yankees. <laughs> Good. I hope they do. Red, I hope he's another. I hope he's uh, J- Jacoby Ellsbury. I think he's going to go to a California. Give him team. ten years. He's from California. He I wants think to he's play gonna go in to Anaheim. California. He wants to play in Anaheim. Mike Trout. Yeah. But, I mean, I could, I could see. That. And they're dumb enough to give a long-term contract. Do- like Poolhouse. Uh, Dodgers would do it. The Dodgers would do it. Yeah, Dodgers. Totally, would too. they would. And they, they really need an extra arm. Yeah. But anyway, if they do that, they should trade Kershaw. Oh yeah. I, I, Someone would still yeah. get Kershaw, even though he's down the downhill side. But oh, he can. I mean, you don't need that many arms. He's st- you know, he's still going to get you wins every year. He's just not going to. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't understand how he didn't win a Cy Young versus Verlander. I know they're both good. Yeah, but Cole was unhittable for three months. Oh, I know. Um, I mean, I hated to admit it because I think he's a, he acted like a jackass when he was in Pittsburgh, and maybe justifiably so. But well, even you know. the, did you hear? Uh, even on Mark Madden, there were people were calling in about Cole about how he was a penis <laughs> around town well, like how he sur- wouldn't tip people oh that doesn't surprise um me. rude to everybody but you his know, girlfriend like, was a those those diva things, those like things, that type of thing those stories snowball but then you you get stories like andrew mccutcheon still does stuff in pittsburgh he was he's just still does, right now yeah he's doing, doing, he doing a fun dinner. yeah he's doing a fundraiser and things like that you know i mean there's a real difference there you know, yeah, there and, is. You, and you can you can see that. And, and listen, I didn't met. want to sign as a Phillies fan. I did not want to sign McCutcheon last year. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now, that guy. How did he like? What was his? He was I mean, good. before he got hurt, he, he was, was leading off. He was playing pretty well, which for is the where Pirates. he should have been leading off for the Pirates his whole career as well. That batting third crap. Yeah, that's great when you're two outs, nobody on every time he comes up. Um, he had a really good year. Right. I mean, he's not. He's no longer a 300 hitter with 30 home runs. It's not going to happen. Right. And he doesn't run anymore. He's right. not a base dealer anymore. But right. the guy played, and the clubhouse was 10 times better. Yeah. With him in it, he's just a he's just a wonderful he's a human great, being. Great clubhouse. You, he's great just a great clubhouse. human being. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Never heard a peep from off the field. Nothing. Last last couple minutes. Let's just touch on uh, penguin hockey. So. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. So we're you know. Penguins, uh, Sid's still out for about four more weeks. Um, he had to have some, uh, you know, core uh, surgery done. Um, you know, but look, what is it about hockey season? Keep your head above water. Just you know, make stay, the playoffs, Make man. the playoffs. Cause, Especially you know, with the stupid ske- the format of hockey where you play your division. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it's Instead I of know. one versus eight, two versus seven, and so on. Yeah, I know. You play the guy in your division. Like yeah. one and four and two and they, to eliminate 
Yeah, so, so you, two good teams get eliminated. So you in first get round. you end up getting like you know Penguins and Capitals earlier than it yeah should. the first round yeah, instead of yeah. the finals. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know why they do it, but anyway, they're coming off a win last night. You know, it was it was a good win. Uh, uh, Tristan Jari was in that. He did. Play, he played well. Thirty seven saves. You know, really, and he made really some good, good ones. I yeah, watched. Really I watched most save. of that game. So, um, Tread water. They, yeah. Penguins have been so banged up. I've never seen a professional team lose every center they had on the roster to injury in the same month. Well, they got Hornquist back. So yeah, he's Horn, coming Hornqu- back. Hornquist is back. Uh, Malkin, you know, Malkin's actually playing smarter. I was yeah. watching his Super. game last night. You know night. how I feel you about know? Malkin. No, I know, but it's like, look, dude. You know, you're you're. We've got enough talent to put the puck in the net, especially some young guys who can who can put the puck in well, the net. Newsflash, not- Malkin actually shot a one-timer last night on the power play instead of holding it, drawing 13 people towards him and trying to get the puck past there's them guys, to someone else. There's guys jumping over the over the wall, you know, too many men on the ice. To Honest to God. He actually shot last night. Right. Um, he's not, to your point, He's not the turnover machine anymore. He's no. not coming to the blue line and stopping, and then, and then the four guys away. surrounding him, right. yeah, and passing right. to the other team. Although they got beat two games here with the Islanders, yeah, both in, both in overtime, and both goals were due to giving the puck, giving the puck, away. throwing the puck right to him. Yeah, but it's also it wasn't three, It's also three on three hockey. Yeah, you know, it wasn't Malkin. It's, it's, no, but um, they're fine. Yeah, I think yeah. they're going to be fine. Yeah, they'll make the play. I wasn't a Jari fan. Um, I liked the Smith better than Jari last year. It was a cat move, but Jari's played. Uh, I he's can't played say really one well. bad word about. No, even Jari. the games he's lost, he's been solid. You know, yeah. he, he hasn't lost. And you know, you can say what you want, but Penguins have been giving up four or five goals a game. And I know. It's not just Jari. No, no, Murray. Murray <laughs> Murray's is, been giving up some Murray's bad angle not, ones. He's been giving up a lot. Yeah, and part but, of that's but you defense. Know but you know what? You you got to have a solid backup. You do to give those those guys a rest, or maybe even Jari comes in and gets two starts in a row. You know, you you just. Oh, you I, let, I think that's a position Murray, you need you to play more. You let Murray sit for a little bit. You know. Well, yeah, and I think um, that's a position where you get better as the longer you play. Oh, I, so two yeah, you two games in a row helps, but yeah. they're going to be fine. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they're as good as the Islanders. I don't know if they're as good as I don't think. I think the Capitals are again the best team in hockey. Yep. Maybe Boston. Yeah. Um, the, I think Washington's going to run away with the division, but I certainly expect, even without Sid, that they're going to be a yeah. five six. They'll seed. be there. They'll be yeah. there. Fun to so, watch. So, so um, our hour is about up. I do. I do want to say something though to you, and to all of my family that are Cowboys fans. So, so <laughs> turn up the volume. Uh oh. This week Uh-oh. is the only time in my life You're rooting for the Patriots that I will ever root for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, okay, this is all you will ever get from me as far as rooting for the Cowboys. I'm not buying any Cowboys gear. Are you seriously I'm not, but, not but, rooting for the Patriots? I am not rooting for the Patriots. Wow, you no. like Dallas better than New England. New England, I despise <laughs> New England more than I despise the Cowboys. So, Mary, Travis, Kim, Ed, all of you that are a pain in the ass as far as Cowboys fans are concerned. Shout out this, to all you people he this, just mentioned. This week is the only week you'll be able to text with me Talking about the Cowboys and rooting them on. All right, so you know I'm a Cowboy fan, everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. I got two words for you. Bill Belichick versus two more words. Jason Garrett. Garrett. Write it down on paper. I don't care how bad New England's offense has looked. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Write it down. It's in Foxborough. Bill Belichick versus Garrett. Go ahead, Cowboy fans. Tell me. Tell me how good Please. and tell me how they're going to go in Please. that team. They're six and four team that lost to the Jets. <laughs> Please give us your feedback on Twitter. And Dak had 400 <laughs> yards passing against the Vikings. And on third and two, down in the second and third and fourth and two, down in the end zone to win the game, they ran it three times or ran it twice with Zeke and threw an incomplete pass to Zeke where they couldn't run the ball all day. Jason Garrett. Go ahead, Colin. Bet am, on the Cowboys, am, you idiots. Am, Go ahead. I'll be making money on New England. I am texting this to all my family down there. But, hey, everybody, thank you so much. We've got some interviews coming up. Um, 
looking to have uh, Nicole Cribs from Virtus Institute come in and talk to us a little bit about uh, training, uh, training for um, uh, for female athletes, and also as far as um, you know, training recovery, training excellence. Uh, we're going to see you here over the next couple of weeks or between Thanksgiving and Christmas getting uh, Nicole in here to talk to us. And we're also going to be trying to do a, uh, a podcast remotely. Uh, we're going to be working on that here pretty soon. So uh, And uh, trying to also get on iHeartRadio with all the podcasts on there. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Did, some inf- did some searching on there about how we get on there and get approved or whatever we got to do. So that may be happening as well. That'd be great. So, hey um, – Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, Check us out, as always, on Facebook and Twitter. And please, give us some likes. Give us some replies. If you have some topics you want us to discuss, let us know. Yeah, listen, if anyone wants to be a guest on a podcast and they just want to talk into Bro Sports, get on to Twitter. Get on to uh, Facebook. Write something saying, here, I I wouldn't mind being a guest on your podcast, and these are the issues I want to talk about. Yep, absolutely. All right. We will, uh, everybody, if uh, we're, we don't talk to you before then, everybody have a great and safe Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys.